Hey, 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 welcome everyone to the Psalms of My Emotions podcast. I am the host, your coach, your spiritual advisor, Relinda, and I wanted to welcome you to not just any podcast, but a podcast that is purposed to guide you through your healing journey. What is the Psalms of My Emotions? It's not necessarily the Psalms of My Emotions, even though I do use my testimony as a tool to guide you through your healing, but it is your Psalms of your emotions. I believe that after listening to these Jesus nuggets, as I call them, you will have a testimony that is music to God's ears. So let's hop right into this episode and let the healing begin. Hey, 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 everyone. Welcome to E-Motion Monday. I'm a little just frazzled in here today, trying to get everything together for you guys. Okay, that's better. (laughs) Waited to get everything together for you guys and trying to listen. It's just be an issue when I be getting on here, but welcome everyone. Just getting myself together. I had lost track of time. Um, Didn't realize how uh, the time had passed today. So (laughs) welcome, welcome, welcome. Um, If you're on here, just um, say hi. Give me a wave. Um, Anyone that is on YouTube, anyone that is on um, the Songs of My Emotions Facebook group. And I also want to welcome my podcast listeners that um, this episode will upload um, for you guys to listen to. So if you guys have not followed uh, the Songs of My Emotions podcast, I strongly suggest that, you know, if you're in the car, um, if you're spending the day cleaning, you know, if you're doing any activity, this is good to just put on, you know, anytime if you even have the um, uh, Alexa app or, you know, whatever it is, you can listen to it while you're on the go. I promise you, you don't want to miss these Jesus nuggets. So let me go ahead and get my intro out the way. Emotion uh, Monday. Emotion is a play on words. E is electronic. Motion is movement. And um, God has allowed me to have this day to impart and to pour, you know, into my tribe is the creative. So to pour into the creatives, uh, give them that boost. Maybe you even receive a confirmation. But overall, this is a place of healing. And you guys um, know if you've paid attention to the hashtag, it is let the healing begin. And then there's also another segment that I have added to this. Um, it's God plus topic. And I have a co-host, you know, God strongly 
uh, wanted me to collab in this season. So I have collaborated with my um, friend Aquila Hicks and she has um, her own ministry and podcast. It's Ladies After Wisdom. If you have not checked that out yet, go ahead and check it out. Listen, her voice is so soothing. <laughs> and I call her Tabitha uh, Brown's doppelganger, right? She she looks like Tabitha, y'all. But anyways, um, I just want to get on here and just get started with this um, um, Emotion Monday today. And it is the ministry of thanks. The ministry of thanks. You guys, this... Um, Sorry, glasses is just like a little fogged up a little bit. Um, so I'm going to clean them while I'm talking. So the ministry of thanks, the ministry of thanks, you guys, before even Thanksgiving had hit, I just felt this strong, overwhelming, um, just feeling of gratitude, you know, just this overwhelming feeling of just one to say thank you everywhere I was like, I mean, I was, I'm grateful for everything. Not that I was not ever grateful for anything, but I'm just like extremely grateful in this season and not that anything special has happened. I would say more of a change in me than anything else, right? Um, a change of mindset, um, a way of handling things, um, the deeper, that I'm able to love people, you know, on a deeper level, because if you guys know of my testimony that I share on here and things that I went through, you know, I was in a dark place, you know, um, starting 2012, I was just in a dark place and um, mid midway, you know, didn't know that I had fell into a sort of depression, right? Like functionally depressed, like serving in the church faithfully, going and nobody caught up or maybe they did and was praying for me, but that I was in a depression functionally, right? Functionally depressed, go to church, came home, just home was just not what it looked like it should be, right? So now the last, um, I would say three years has been really a gathering together of my mind, my thoughts, uh, my home, my emotions, my purpose. It has all come together within the last um, three years. And I've just become so thankful of God, right? Thankful of God. And I wanted to talk about this at Thanksgiving, but I'm just like, you know, I don't want to make it seem like it's such a cliche, like, okay, well, now I have to do you know, an episode about giving thanks, but I just wanted to save it at this proper time because I just kept getting confirmations on just thanks. I'm just hearing thank you everywhere. Just thanks, thanks, thanks. And when I would get in the car, all I would hear was songs of thanksgiving. So I'm like, God, is this, is, is this what you are demanding from us in this season? You want us to be in a place and a posture of thanks, right? We need to be in a posture of thanks. And I really, truly think that that is a position that God wants us to take right now in this hour is a posture of thanks. And sometimes if we look around in our situation, we may think like, well, Relinda, I really don't have too much to be thankful for, but God wants you to look at your life and look where he has showed up and you will see 
that you have a lot to be grateful for. You have a lot to be thankful for, right? So I'm just going to go ahead and walk through um, a couple of scriptures that we're going to get into these lessons and we're going to drop these Jesus nuggets as I, as I call them. So if you guys want to, you can share this broadcast. Um, don't keep these nuggets. I was going to say chicken nuggets. Listen, I love chicken nuggets and that's probably why I'm calling them Jesus nuggets. <laughs> but don't keep these Jesus nuggets to yourself. I sit here as obedience to God. You guys don't understand. I used to struggle getting on live and speaking, right? And talking to you guys. But as I got comfortable, it's because I got comfortable with the God, you know, in me, what, what God has put in me and I let him speak, right? You know, sometimes I feel doubtful, <laughs> of things to share, things to say. But, you know, God reminds me time and time again that, you know, I'm at this time where he wants me just to get on here and let him speak. So that's what I'm going to do. All right. So first scripture I'm going to go to is Isaiah um, 12, 4 through 5. And I'm going to read it in the simplest text because, listen, King James gives me a headache, and I, but I do use it to study. So it's not that I don't ever read it. I do use it as um, to study, and then I get into the other uh, versions as well. So um, Isaiah 12, 4, 5, in that wonderful day, you will sing, thank the Lord, praise his name, tell the nations what he has done. Let them know how mighty he is. Sing to the Lord, for he has done wonderful things. Make known his praise around the world. So in this scripture, what I was picking up is that, you know, when you are thankful, you know, sometimes you have, I mean, all the time, you have to express it. People have to know that, you know, God is just, just this, just this important thing in your life and you want to give thanks and exalt him right in front of people because you know we're going to get into this ministry of thanks because thanks serves as a ministry it is important that we say thank you it is important that we give thanks every day and i'm going to get into it look i'm just getting into these uh scriptures so that's the first scripture i want to touch second one um, is Hebrews 12 and 28. Um, I was going to write these down, but changed my mind. I said, I'm just going to look it up on my phone. <laughs> um, since we are receiving a kingdom that is unshakable, let us be thankful and please God by worshiping, worshiping him with holy fear and awe. So when you are understanding of what you are receiving, right? You are receiving a kingdom that is unshakable. When you are in God, when you, you know, accept, you know, that you are saved, when you give your life, you are receiving a kingdom that is unshakable, right? It's unmovable. You got to be thankful for it, right? <laughs> Let us be thankful and please God by worshiping him with holy fear and awe. So, you know, along with worshiping, it's that posture of being thankful, that posture of gratitude, right? 
So let me read. This is the last scripture that we're going to go ahead and get into my perspectives of things. Um, so the other one is 1 Thessalonians 5, 16 through 8, 18. Um, you guys, I, I go through these scriptures because I do, you know, I love the word of God and, you know, I'm called to talk about the word of God. So, <laughs> you know, so um, my phone is acting up. So we're going to pick up the NLT with this one as well. So it says, always be joyful, never stop praying, be thankful in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you who belong to Christ Jesus. So even that, be thankful in all circumstances. So no matter what you're going through, you have to be thankful for this is God's will for who belong to Christ Jesus. So this is an attribute. This is something that being a child of God, you have to have that posture of being thankful, right? So, you know, you guys know I'm a word girl and I break down every piece of what needs to be broken in order to have understanding, in order to have uh, clarity. So um, the definition of thanks is, you know, an expression of gratitude. Think of your day to day. Have you, you know, what have you expressed thanks today? You know, have you counted your blessings today? Have you thought about, you know, what God has done, right? Not just meditating on what he will do and looking to the future. And I'm going to talk about that, but not so much meditating on the future and being grateful for what he's going to do, but be grateful for where he has you now. Like for me, I'm such in a sensitive place of gratitude that I am thankful that I can feel his presence. I am thankful that he is not hidden to me, right? That I can find him in the minute things. I am so grateful for that. You know, where I look, I can look outside, you know, um, nature, animals, you know, I can see God and I get revelation from weird things, right? And it uplifts my spirit, you know, in a way, because I'm like, I'm thankful, God, that you're able to just even reveal these things to me, you know, things that are hidden um, behind, you know, people that may have wrong motives or don't want to see you, but you choose to reveal yourself to me in this way. And I just you know, just get into a place of gratitude because I can sense him, right? I can feel him. I can, you know, not just have to go necessarily deep into prayer, but God, all I could do is just think about you and you're there, right? So it's just that, and see how that, how I'm talking about it, how, you know, you see the happiness, right? You see the joy that I get. That is the ministry of thanks. When you are thankful, it ministers back to you, right? And um, so I just wanted to even get deeper into that. Um, let me see. Gratitude is the quality of being thankful. So it could be used interchangeably. Uh, thanks and um, gratitude, you know, just being grateful, being grateful. God wants us to be grateful, 
in this season, not in a position of take, 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 but being in a position of being grateful, being thankful, right? Not in a position, okay, well, that was nice. What's next, right? He doesn't want us to be in that posture, in that position. He wants us to be thankful, right? Uh, and going forward with that definition, it is a readiness to show appreciation for and to return kindness. So when you have a posture of gratitude and thankfulness, not only, you know, um, you just, it's just a position that you take, but you're ready to show appreciation for others and you're able to return kindness. This is a way to stand in that position of thanks, right? It's not only just for you, it's also a way on how you display that to other others, right? So the thing is, let me see, I did do a little list, right? Um, of how to, and I did put it on my social media. If you guys follow me on Instagram, um, I did like a little list and I'm going to talk through that list on how to be thankful. So you're like, Relinda, you telling me, okay, there is a ministry of thanks. There's a ministry of having that posture of gratitude, but how can I get there when things around me, it's just, it just seems so negative. Like I can't see any light behind what I'm going through. So here are a few things, you know, that I suggested, you know, I put on the social media and I also did put on here um, on how to be thankful. So the first thing that I have um, checked off thing on the list is don't be anxious for the future. And I kind of went through that just a little bit, uh, touched on that a little while ago. Don't be anxious for the future, right? One thing to get you out of a state of thankfulness, out of a state of gratitude is focusing on the future, right? Because if it's not happening in the time frame that we want it to happen in, we disappoint ourselves right? We break our own hearts because we have conducted this timeline. And yes, God said he was going to do it. Yes, you may have gotten that prophetic word that this was going to come to pass for you. But now we're so meditated and fixated on it that we can't even be grateful for what he's doing today. We can't be grateful that, you know, we have a roof, roof over our head. We have food to eat. You know, we have friends, we have family, you know, we have, um, we know our purpose, right? We're working towards our purpose. We're able to serve somebody else. We're not thankful because we're so fixated. We're so tunnel vision in what the future holds. And when we do that, it will break our, we will break our own hearts. I'm telling you. So don't be anxious for the future. And what I have here is savor the present. Be present. That is one thing that I have learned is to be present. Enjoy the moment, savor the present. If you're amongst friends and you know you're having a good conversation, just embrace all of the conversations, embrace the knowledge, embrace the seeds that are being planted right in, in the presence of people, and be thankful for that. Right? Everybody doesn't get that. Be thankful. Um, 
Let's see the comment here. That's good. Being anxious is talked about in scripture. Be anxious for nothing all the time. All the time. Be anxious for nothing, right? Because it's going to jack you up. It's going to jack you up if you are constantly anxious. There are is no happiness. You can't find any opportunity of thanks. You can't um, uphold the posture of being grateful, being, a, a, you know, having gratitude if you're constantly focusing on what's next, right? Can't focus on what, what's next all the time because then you're not appreciating your presence, right? That's just like when you have children. I don't have children, but I can speak from the perspective of my niece and nephew just on how fast children grow, right? They grow so fast. So let's say you've, you've asked God for kids. You've asked God for a family, right? So then you're, you're so tunnel about maybe their future or maybe just your future or being able to have the opportunity to do things like, I can't wait till these kids grow up so I can get into this. And then these years pass by so fast. And guess what? You have missed out on those opportunities, those precious moments with your children that could have did so much for your heart and your spirit that you missed it, right? What you have asked God for, right? You know, you've asked God for children. And then when the time has has come, now, you know, you didn't wasted all of this time because now I want to see what's next. So then, then you missed it appreciating your children, right? So that was just an example. That's it. Then they get grown and you miss them being little, right? So then now you're in a state of regret. So you see how this is turning, like going downhill when you don't maintain the posture of being thankful, a posture of being in gratitude and... um. You know, being in a state of gratitude is that you keep thoughts of thankfulness in the forefront every day, right? So this means you are able to find beauty in everything every day. There, You're able to find something, right, of, of beauty, right? So that was my first point um, about, you know, how to be, a few ways to be thankful is don't be anxious for the future, um, and I wrote, there are good things happening to and for you now that we quickly disregard because our minds are locked up in the future. The present is a sweet place to be. I promise. I promise if you just embrace anything, you know, embrace how warm your blanket is. Embrace how comfortable your bed is, you know, embrace, you know, you might be taking a, a nice hot bath tonight embrace that embrace your food you know how good it tasted you know um and and just be in that just i promise you you can find things to be thankful for right i promise you don't get stuck in the past enjoy your present keep hope for your future yeah you gotta keep that hope alive you know like they would say keep the hope alive i promise you the present is a sweet place um also, the second thing about being um, how to be thankful is to count your blessings. Count them. If you are in God, you cannot say God has not done a thing for you. That's a lie. 
That is a lie. You're up. You're looking at me right now. You're watching me with eyes, right? You're hearing me with ears. And some of you, you may even be speaking back to me, but I can't hear you. You know, you're able to talk. You're able to speak. You're able to elevate your voice. Count your blessings, right? You're, it's cold outside. You're able to have heat in your home. Count them. Count them. You got a car. Count them. You got a job. Count them. I promise you. And when you're counting, you're like, wow, God, you have definitely did a lot for me. You know, you got clothes. You're able to, to, to shop, you know, for Christmas. You're able to save. You're able... It's so many things that you can be thankful for and counting them. And when you're too busy counting them, you're, you'll be, when you're counting your blessings, you'll be too busy focusing on the negative, right? Yes. Thankfulness is a consistent and aware posture. That's right. It's intentional, right? You got to be intentional with your thankfulness, with your gratitude. You may not want to. And you might want to be like, I want to have an attitude today. I don't want to be appreciative in anything today. I want to be negative today. But you can't because then you're missing out on the ministry of what standing in that posture of gratitude will give you, right? It's a ministry. Gratitude is being in the position of thankfulness is a ministry. You're ministering to yourself right? And then it will also cause you to minister to others. Be thankful on purpose. Yes, on purpose. You know, it will cause you to be, to minister to others after it has ministered to you, right? So the, after we've, we've counted our blessings, the next thing is to express thanks, right? After you, you know, you can't be in gratitude and thankfulness and not want to help someone else. You can't have all of that to yourself, you know, all of that, all of that being full that the overflow won't cause you to want to share it with someone else. You should express this gratitude to someone else. This is outside of yourself. Show someone else how grateful you are for them. Anyone today, have you, have you, have you done that today? Have you told someone how thankful you are just for being them? right? It could be anybody. It could be your family. It could be, you know, your family that you see every day. Sometimes we take for granted with who we have in our house, right? You know, yes, you may see your brothers and your sisters every day, but have you ever took the time out maybe to shoot them a text or whatever and say, hey, you know what? I'm just so grateful for you. You know, I'm so thankful for you. I just wanted to tell you that, you know, your friend, you know, the strong one, you know, shoot them a text and be like, you know what? I'm so thankful for you. <laughs> and watch how that ministry is going to minister to minister to somebody else. So, um, you know, these are examples. You know, you could treat someone to lunch, you know, give to someone in need. It doesn't have to be anyone immediate. Give to someone in need. Give of your time right? Because that's the thing that nowadays we hold tightly to. You know, we say we don't have enough time. That's precious. You can't get it back. And people will appreciate that because, you know, time is not something to be wasted just all frivol frivolously, if I can say it right, frivolously 
time is valuable, right? Um, so if someone give you give of someone's give of your time, someone will see that. Uh, give of your time and undivided attention. That's another thing. Listening is a skill. A lot of people can be in front of your face and don't listen. Right? I can always tell when somebody's not listening. I, I believe, you know, the most part, I am a, a, a listener, a good listener. And so much that when I talk to people, rarely do they have to tell me what they like gift gift wise. I listen to people so well, I know what to get them. Then they get it and they're like, well, how did you know? I listened to you, right? I don't care what it is. I listen to you it, it, in a random conversation. I'm listening I, because I want to know you, right? So uh, give up your time, undivided attention to someone that may be going through. Some people just want you to just listen and just hear. They may not want you to give maybe a solution right away, but they want you, they want someone that's just going to listen, right? To sit there and be that listening ear. You can do that for someone. That's how you can express things. Um, most times you will find out that your problems, so as you're listening, right? As you're listening, as you're giving your time, as you're helping someone in need, as you're, you know, spending time with your friend or giving that gratitude to your brother and sister, like anyone that's going through, most of the times you will find out that your problems are not as big as you have created them to be. I'll say that again. When you're doing this ministry of thanks, when you're expressing thanks to someone else, most of the times you will come to the conclusion that your problems are not as big as you have created them to be. I've been there a couple of times where I may have been through something, but then I'm in the midst of someone else. And then I'm like, I'm so engulfed in them that whatever I'm going through, I'm like, you know what? I'm not even about to think about that anymore. I'm I'm just going to give it to God and, 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 and just stand in that, that, that mode of gratefulness and gratitude, even then that, you know, wow, I'm, I'm sometimes I'm glad I don't have other people problems, right? I stand in that position of thankfulness and gratefulness I, that I don't have certain people problems, right? <laughs> and so the last thing that I have is to keep a journal. You don't have to be a writer to keep a journal. That's one thing that I just wanted to put a pin there. You don't have to be a writer or gifted in writing to keep a journal, right? Keeping a journal was is so much an outlet for me. I haven't been journaling like I should, but I was such an avid um, writer because I was able to see things in plain sight. You know, it's one thing when you think and you go down a list of thankfulness and, you know, you're counting your blessings and then the next day you can something will tick you off, then now you forgot already. But one thing about keeping a journal is for documentation purposes of all the things God has done. So like I said, you don't have to be a writer, but if you keep a journal, you can write down a list of things that you are thankful for. You know, uh, keep a list. So then if you feel the need to dip into a dark space, this documentation will serve as a reminder of just how blessed you are. You guys will understand how powerful this is. 
Yes. Good evening. And yeah, I've been told I need to start journaling. Yes, Janaea. I just, I don't know, haven't gotten into it. I mean, if you just start, I promise it'll bless you. Like when I would do my journal, like me, and I'm a writer though too, but um, I would be so detailed where I would write the weather, right? I, but this is how I started off. I would write what what time it was, what the weather was, what 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 song reminds me of this moment. Like I would be setting my own atmosphere in my journal. <laughs> I will be setting my own atmosphere in my journal. And so that I can just get in that posture where, okay, now I feel like I can pour out. But that's what I did. I have put the the, the time, the place, where I'm at, you know, um, and just would just pour out all my thoughts. And then it would seem like after I poured all my thoughts out in the journal, it, it did uplift a burden off of me, you know, because I really wasn't a um, talker, you know, so much. You know, I really wasn't talking to people a lot. So that was what I did to help me um, unleash some stuff. So it does. But, you know, in this, you know, when you want to express thanks, keep a journal. Put what you're thankful for. You know, you're thankful for accomplishing a goal. Right. You're thankful that, you know, I, I, look, I'm looking at Janaea, you know, for getting your homework done, getting a paper done. Those small victories add up to, you know, like when I was in college. I would always pat myself on the back and be so grateful for finishing a class. And then before you know it, graduation was here. Right. So it was keeping up that daily posture of gratitude that kept me through, right? And then I would break it down even further. I'd be like, okay, you know, I got one more semester. I would break it up in semesters. Like, okay, I got two, you know, let's make this one and add them all together. And then it's like, when I maintain that posture of positivity and gratitude, I, I, I was at the finish line already, right? Cause I was so thankful. I was counting, you know, my blessings. And this is probably for, you know, I know this is for Janaea, you know, and God is saying, you know, just to be grateful and have gratitude in this season, you know, thank, be thankful that even though things may not seem like how you want them to be, but just start counting your blessing. And this is, I really do feel now I feel it that it's strongly for you. Keep a journal of gratitude, you know, write down all the blessings that he's given to you. And that is going to be the push for you to finish, right? It's going to be the push for you to finish. You know, don't give up. Don't get weary in your well-doing. You know, you're doing fine. Just just push this last time <laughs> and you going to make it, girl. Yeah, I get that. I'm definitely glad to be at the finish line. Yes, you're going to make it. You know, and all of this disruptions and everything that's happening around you is because you're you're there, right? You know, that's what that that's what that's about. So if you're wondering why all of this stuff is happening around you, it's because of that. It's because you're finishing and more so that you're breaking a generational thing, right? This Holy Spirit, y'all. I'm sorry. <laughs> You're breaking a generational thing that's going on. And so it's so much disruption. It's so much confusion. It's so much, 
you know, doubt going on in your mind is because that you're breaking a generational curse. You're breaking it. You're breaking that bondage that has been, you know, set before you. And it's not going to be your story. <laughs> I'm in your business. <laughs> this is not going to be your story. And that's going to be the word for you in this hour. Anything that the enemy brings up against you, Janae, you say, this is not going to be my story. This is not my story, right? <laughs> okay. <laughs> that was for Janaea. Yes, I felt that. I felt that when I talked about the journaling and the, I don't know, start talking about class and things. I don't know. You touched my heart just now um, with that. Okay, let's see. <laughs> So yes, that was the last thing I had was to keep a journal. And the thing about continually um, using thank you or being in a state of thankfulness is that it should reset you. Being in a posture of gratitude and thankfulness will reset you, right? It will reset your attitude. It will, you know, reset. Um, I have anxiousness of the future. It will reset your mindset and it will reset how we, you look at things in your perspective, right? Yes. Oh my God. You don't know how much I needed that this year. Last few weeks alone. Jesus, thank you for that. Seriously. Oh, glory, glory be to God. Glory be to God. Listen, that was heavy on my, it just heavy on my heart. I said, oh, here we go. <laughs> Here we go. I wasn't even going to pull that clad where it was, uh, I don't know who this for. I knew exactly who it was for today, right? <laughs> Sometimes I get out of that without trying to call names or call people out. But no, I felt that so strongly uh, for you. Um, So, you know, like I said, uh, being in a state of thankfulness and a state of gratitude, um, it should reset you, you know, your attitude um your perspective on the future your mindset just staying in that and that, it's so simple y'all this sounds so basic and this sounds so elementary but it's hard it's hard think of you know when things aren't going your way right during the day think about it can you genuinely say that it's easy to take that posture of being thankful is it easy to, to count your blessings? It is not. It is not easy, right? That's why it is a service. It is a ministry, right? It, it, and it's something that, like Clyde said, you have to be intentional about, right? That's it. Call them out. <laughs> I am. I am. Look, Jesus got me in training. Uh, that was for me too. I just pulled out a new journal today. Look, I love journals. I don't know. I'm like such a um, stationary person. Like anytime that I go, especially like a Dollar Tree or something, I see a pen or a notebook. I got to get it. I got to get it. Like, I just love it. I have so many notebooks and stationery. I just, it's something about putting your hands on new stationery. It's like a muse or something like it just gives you this inspiration, like the color and how the pages are. And, you know, it just makes you want to do something. I don't know. That's just me. But yes, you know, so it's you have to be intentional about it because it's so easy to um, dip into that pit of darkness. 
It's so easy to just lie down and pull the covers over your head, right? It's so easy to be in that pit of despair. It's so easy to be with a group of friends and complain. Misery loves company. It is so easy to get into those little groups and get in them chats and just complain about your issues. But it's something and it is a work to intentionally just be thankful what, what visually doesn't look like you should be thankful for. Right? It's work. That's faith. Right? That I'm going to be grateful for where I'm at now, even though God has better. You know, this isn't terrible. I'm really thankful so that when it does come, you'll be all the more appreciative of it. Right? And you'll want to help everyone else get to that place. Right? So that was just the heaviness I was feeling. And and when I tell y'all, I wasn't even going to get on here and do the ministry of thanks. It had been tossing around in my head for the last couple of weeks. And I'm just like, Okay, but I kept hearing it. I kept hearing it. So I said, okay, God, I guess that's the topic for the, for the you know, Emotion Monday. You want me to talk about the ministry of thanks, you know, about the importance of being in a state of gratitude. Like I said, it's simple, but it's hard. When you are facing negativity, when you are facing rough situations, right? When you are in a tight spot, it's hard to be thankful. Like, you know, like when you don't have food or anything. It's hard to be thankful, but God wants you to have that posture, right? Hard times. You know, you barely making it to payday to put some gas in your car, right? <laughs> you know, it's hard to be, but you be thankful for the, the little dollars you can put in there. Cause guess what? That makes room and that, that, it's like that makes makes room for God to do more, right? Because you're you're standing in a in a um a seat of expectancy, but then you're also able able to bless someone even in the state where you're at because you still see God in the midst, and that's why we have to be grateful and intentional of be intentional and in being grateful because God just wants to make sure that you see Him in everything right? He wants to make sure that you see him in everything. Don't just see him in your next. Don't just see him in your future. Don't just see him, oh, okay, in this money that he said, I'm going to, don't just see him over there. See him here, right? See him in your present. See him in your past. Just see him. See how even in your past, let me tell you, see how he has protected you from some things. See how he has blocked some things, right? Don't forget about what he, he done blocked now. Don't forget that relationship he done interrupted. You know, don't forget what he has blocked. Don't forget the direction that you was going to go, but then he kind of put a, 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 a whatever, threw something in that plan. And you wonder why. And then now you look back. Oh, I see. I wasn't even supposed to go in that direction. Oh, I see. Oh, I see. God, okay, it's making sense. The puzzle pieces, the puzzle's coming together, Lord. <laughs> so, um, you know, that's pretty much what I had. You know, it's just that it's simple to say, but it's hard to do.
you know, in your situation, but there is a ministry of thanks and the ministry that it does being in that posture is it will bring you joy and peace. And you can't put a price on that, right? You can't put a price on pure joy and pure peace. And you can only obtain that by being grateful, counting your blessings. You know, let me go through the list again. Counting your, uh, so don't be anxious for the future. Count your blessings, Ex express thanks and keep a journal, keep some documentation, right? Because sometimes we forget in the midst of our troubles and trials and things that we go through. Um, and there was one thing, because like I told you guys earlier, how I went through, you know, um, being functionally depressed. Yeah, mm -hmm, I'm leaving it up, Jenea. <laughs> um, being functionally depressed. Um, what God ministered to me about depression was that, you know, that came about with... Um, how you explain it to me, it, it could be just my situation and I'm not addressing depression as a whole because I know it can be clinical, right? That's something, you know, that's just deeper than just, you know, maybe you feeling it. But what he ministered to me about being depressed or when I was depressed was because it was a breaking of my will, right? Depression for me, what happened to me was a breaking of my will. And I was depressed about my will being broke. I wasn't adhering to God's will. My will was being broken and that's why I was depressed. <laughs> and didn't even know that's what was going on. Like, God, you breaking my will. And I remember when it first was broken was because I was planning a wedding, like forcing it like hard, y'all. I was, but I got married because listen, the will was strong. The will was strong with that. And then in the point where I stopped my own deliverance at the altar, y'all know my testimony. But the first time I attempted to get married, you know, um, forcing it with someone that a good person, a good man, you know, was one of my, my best friends, but wasn't the will that God had for my life, but I was trying to make him my will. And so when things weren't coming together with the wedding, really didn't have the money to do so, but I really wanted it. And things were just falling apart. Like nothing came together, like no money, didn't have a dress, the venue, just, I just couldn't get things together. And then I remember waking up one day and I couldn't get out the bed. I was broke down. I could not get out the bed. And even, like I said, in hindsight, looking, that was a breaking of my will. God was trying to break my will. Uh, He's like, uh-uh, this ain't what I will for your life. And you're depressed because your will is being broke. <laughs> You wanted this for yourself, but that is not what I wanted for you, right? That is not what I wanted for you. And you depressed about it. And, and, and some people get that confused, like you're depressed because God is not doing it. No, you're depressed because you're trying to go after your own will and not God's will. 
right? So that's what God had ministered to me one day. And I was like, well, when I'm going to share that, Jesus, I think I was going to do a pop up about it and forgot. But I'm glad Holy Spirit, you know, brings stuff to my remembrance and put them in appropriate uh, places and time. So be careful of that for you and those that are watching the replay, my podcast listeners. If you are in a place of of depression and it's not clinical because I'm not I didn't really do any research or anything but it's just a place of where nothing's coming together everything seems like it's falling apart it could be that god is breaking your will down he's breaking you down (laughs) it's not that you waiting on him he waiting on you to let some stuff go he waiting on you to let that whatever you painted in your mind that you wanted your life to be who you wanted to marry, what job you wanted to have, what career path he wanted you to have. He's waiting for you to let that go. And when you don't let that go, now he has to break you down. And that's what happens. That's the depression. You feel like you're breaking down because, yeah, he's breaking you down. (laughs) He's breaking you down and trying to reveal to you his will for your life, right? I think somebody really needed that, right? Because we this depression, that's another thing that's going around here is the depression. And like I said, God was ministering to me. the It was the breaking of wills. A heart, breaking down, that is a hard place. It is a hard place because you can be there and not even recognize that's what's going on. Like you said, yes. I'm just like, what is going on? Why am I just so sad? Why can't I get out the bed? Why can't I eat? What is going on? And I could feel God tearing me away from that decision. I could feel him tearing me away from that decision because even though, and I, I thought I would have enough strength to be like, okay, well, I'm I'm not, I don't know exactly what's going to happen if I make this decision, which was, you know, to break up you know, with the guy, you know, with my ex-husband or whatever to break up with him at the point we were just boyfriend and girlfriend, you know, the point of breaking up. Um, I, I was trying to gain the strength, but I just, I like, didn't have the strength to do it because my will was that strong, right? My, I was, I mean, I am strong willed, <laughs> but God has, you know, teach, you know, has taught me, you know, to accept his will. And when I started to accept this will, like I said, the past three years have been wonderful. Every day I have learned to accept his will and found that the fruit of it has caused me to walk into my purpose, right? To, to, to get on here and to talk to you guys and to minister to you all and to teach, right? And that was just after a breaking down of my will and accepting his will that in return, it will bless other people, right? Your will, um, his will for your life will cause you to be a blessing for other people. That's just the outcome of what God does with you. He's going to bless other people, right? It's not just for you. And the thing is like with your will, with your will, if you think about it, most of the time, it doesn't bless other people. It's just for you. That's how you'll know the difference right? It's, it's not even going to be for other people. It's just going to be for you. 
that's how you'll know the difference. Uh, yes, it seems like making the decision, even thinking about it, just heart, hurts your heart so bad. Yeah, it does. But you know what? You you have strength. And that was the first time that I opened up the Bible and read Psalms. Uh, it's just, I mean, it breaks me down to this day. You know, the uh, Lord is my light and salvation. Whom shall I fear? I was scared. Of make of, of breaking away from my decision. From my will breaking down. I was scared of my will being broken down. But that that's that remains my scripture. You know, the, the Lord is my light and salvation. Whom shall I fear? Like that whole thing. That whole thing. <laughs> it ministers to me still. Uh that's it. Our wills get in the way. And when God will break your will, when you don't want to submit, it hurts real bad but it's necessary for purpose to be pressed out of us. I'm saying that pressing, see, that pressing, that olive, that's where that oil comes from. That fresh oil comes from that breaking and that squeezing. You know, like they talk about with the olives. Olives have to be um, crushed. They have to be crushed for that oil to come out. And that's what happened to me. I remember after... All of that crushing, the divorce and everything, I had got prophesied that very thing that oil oil was running for me. You know, oil was just pouring out. And I knew what that was about. I said, yeah, because I didn't been through some crushing, right? And that's where that oil is produced. You know, God breaks your will. Hey, let's go to the garden, the garden of Gethsemane, you know, and this is, and God has even been pressing on me to really totally release that line that you guys, I've been wearing the t-shirts nevertheless. But that's definitely going to come out, okay? I have still it on my website, but I haven't pushed the product out like I should. But, you know, even in the Garden of Gethsemane, when, you know, that was the breaking of will on the Mount of Olives, Jesus said, you know, can this cup be passed from me? Then, you know, then turn around real quick. But nevertheless, not my will, but your will be done. That was a crushing that was a breaking of will. And that's what it's going to feel like, you know, when you 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 get the things of God. But to see you being able to now minister from this place because you're now out of it. So encouraging and motivated. Oh, praise God. Yeah. And that's what I'm thankful for. Look, I am thankful that I have went through that pain for y'all, <laughs> for whoever is getting saved or blessed you know by what i had to go through by my crushing right i'm thankful for it see i told y'all the ministry of thanks it's a ministry in thanks right <laughs> y'all this was so good look i thought i was only gonna be on here half an hour tonight this was good this was some good jesus nuggets don't keep it to yourself um my videos are always up um i do have a youtube channel um you can do the pf me or you know you could type in the songs of my emotion but it'll pop up you know the pink elephant is right there um you can follow subscribe all my videos are on there um podcast like i said if you can't watch you can listen you know the songs of my emotions on anything basically at this point you can look on um, Amazon Music, Pandora, Apple Podcasts, 
Google Podcast, Samsung Podcast. Look, Samsung Podcast be giving me love. Y'all talk about them Androids, but they've been, I've been getting them listenings from there, right? Uh, thank you for your beatings and your going and getting through. Amen. And it's like, I still got stuff to go through. I'm telling y'all. And I think that is why, like, when God chooses you, and this is my last caveat, and I'm, I'm gone, y'all, for real. This is how I know when God, like, chooses chooses you, because it's like, the more that you tell, the more transparent you are with what you go through, it's like, he does stuff to you because he know you're going to tell it. So I know there's more that in this journey, there's books in my head that I have to write but I know I can't write them because I still have a, a, a level to go through, right? There's still a level I have to go through. So those books will remain where they are until I go through that level. And he knows I'm going to talk about it. I'm going to be transparent about it. So, you know, like God going to keep on touching you till it's time to get out of here. You're going to constantly be molded. You're going to constantly be touched. And it's, ne it's never going to be a point where you arrive right? It's not going to be a point where you arrive. God will always continue to mold. And then you tell people what the experience was. So then that they won't seem like they're going through it alone. Right. And I think we need to do more of that in the kingdom. It's just tell, just tell, just tell, just tell it. <laughs> and with the lesson attached, someone needs it. Someone needs to know that they're, they're not going through it alone. Right. Um, so that's it, you guys. I thank you guys for tuning in. And you guys know that I have to do my last thing before I get off of here. Um, God has definitely had a mandate on me to do this. Um, it is also to just give people a chance to just um, to get Christ, you know, to see how simple it is that, you know, and this is from the scripture, Romans 10 and 9, that if you confess with your mouth, that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved for it is with your heart that you believe and are justified. And it is with your mouth that you confess and are saved. So pretty much how this goes in its simplest form is just going to God. You know, you don't have to wait to go to church on Sunday. You don't have to do it in front of anybody. If you could just be where you are and just say, even if you are a backslider, even if you just, you know, just haven't been talking to God in a while, you say this, you know, God, I'm coming to you. I repent of my sins. I believe that you died on the cross for me. Take me as your child. You know, I am here. You know, I want to be transformed. I want to live for you. And, you know, and that's it. I believe that you are Lord. I believe that you are Jesus. You are the son of God. I believe it. And it's a heart thing. That's all that it is. It's a heart thing, right? And so once you do that, then you pray. You know, you pray and you find you a assembly or a, a place to go to so that you can continue to get teaching, to continue to get impartation because it doesn't stop there. It doesn't stop with salvation. This is a major part that you do accepting God into your heart. But the other thing is that now, you know, now you have to go and then now you have to even, you know, um, you can even do this. You know, if you desire it enough and God knows it's, your, it's in your heart, to receive the Holy Spirit, right? Because this is what gives you power 
to work. This is what gives you that what you need. You can't do God's work without the Holy Spirit. I don't care. I don't care what nobody say. You can't do the work of God without correctly without the, the Holy Spirit because you have to love people on another level. And the flesh is not capable of loving on that level that God wants us to love. You need a piece of him within you, right? The disciples couldn't even go out and do any work until they had the Holy Spirit. Because they weren't going to be able to do it, right? You need that power. You need the Holy Spirit. You need it to guide you and lead you into all things, you know, of God and, and get guidance and direction for your what he wants you to do, right? So I pray that someone accepts Christ today because um, it's definitely a, a life changer for me, you know, and being filled with the Holy Spirit. I promise your life will never be the same and you'll feel a love that is undescribable. Like I love Jesus for real. <laughs> so I thank you guys for tuning in. Please meet me. Um, I don't know if I'll be on next week. God willing. You know, I only come on here when God tell me. He gives me a lot of things, but, you know, I only come on here when God tells me to. Um, and stay tuned. I think the week after next is going to be another God plus topic. And I can tell you guys now the God plus topic is God plus um, disappointments. You know, disappointment is a real thing. You know, hurt from disappointment is a real thing. All right. Yep, go and watch the replay. It'll be there for you. <laughs> All right, guys, I will see you and catch me another day, another time. Make sure you download, subscribe uh, on the YouTube channel, the Psalms of My Emotions, and also follow the podcast. All right, so you get notifications. All right, guys, see you later. Bye-bye.